I'm Katie Quinn, and this is my show Q. Q is an interview show that talks about Missouri. I was born and raised in St. Louis, and now I go to the University of Missouri, also known as Mizzou. I'm just trying to get the word out there about what's going on in our state. I interview experts on issues that may have been unseen by the public. Just a disclaimer before we start the show. This story involves only interviews against Amendment 3. I talked to the director of Clean Missouri and his colleagues on why they are campaigning against the ballot measure. For more information, go to Ballotpedia, B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A, for an accurate, nonpartisan look at the amendment. I do not endorse either Clean Missouri or Amendment 3. This week, I talked to Clean Missouri, a campaign that is against Amendment 3. Amendment 3 will appear on the Missouri ballot for the November 3rd election. Clean Missouri sees the redistricting policy as an attack on a fair democracy and as a form of gerrymandering. Sean Sonker Nicholson helped pass Amendment 1 in 2018. Amendment 1 enacted that a nonpartisan state demographer will draw district maps. Maps that affect election demographics across Missouri. Amendment 1 passed with 63% of the vote. Now, Amendment 3 would overturn the policies from two years ago. The governor would choose a partisan demographer. The new district maps would leave out children and immigrants. Currently, children make up 23% of Missourians. Part 1 of my show features Sean and his colleagues during a press briefing from last week. Uh, My name is Sean. I am the campaign director with the No On 3 campaign. We are excited to be having this event today. We've been doing a lot of events like this, presentations around the state, because we want to make sure that Missouri voters understand the deception that is at the heart of Amendment 3, that voters understand how politicians are trying to trick them into passing Amendment 3, and that voters understand what's really going on and the real purpose of, of what this is all about. Amendment 3, at the end of the day, is about letting lobbyists and political operatives draw maps to protect their favorite politicians and protect their favorite parochial interests. Their goal, what they want to get to, is as many super safe districts as possible where voters can't hold them accountable. We know from the 2018 election that there's a bipartisan, overwhelming majority of Missourians who want fair maps want fair redistricting, and want a state legislature that represents their interests and and what they want out of the government. Um, And it's just so frustrating uh, that the politicians have tried to undo that will of Missouri voters and replace what voters approved with a redistricting system that's unlike anything in Missouri and is unlike anything else in the United States. So about the deception. The politicians, the lobbyists who put together Amendment 3 know that voters aren't going to like what's in the fine print, and so uh, they're trying to trick them into voting yes. But the facts are what they want to do, or what Amendment 3 would do, is it would change lobbyist gifts by $5 with some loopholes, and it would change contribution limits for state Senate candidates by $100. Everything else in Amendment 3, except for that $5 change and that $100 change, is about redistricting, and at At its core, this is a radical gerrymandering plan, unlike anything Missouri has ever seen, unlike anything else in the United States. Two courts, as many of you know, have ruled at this point that the politicians behind Amendment 3 broke the law 
in how they tried to deceive voters with the ballot language um, that they wanted to appear on the ballot. That was ruled um, illegal in Cole County. Cole County judge rewrote the language. Um, it was then modified by the Western District Court of Appeals. But the Western District agreed with the fundamental claim uh, or the fundamental uh, reality, which is the politicians broke the law and what they were trying to put on the ballot. Amendment 3 is not the system we had in 2001 or 2011. It is different in some fundamental ways. Amendment 3 has all the things that you might expect from a gerrymandering plan that politicians create. It proposes a system that is more secret than what voters have approved. It proposes a system that's more partisan than it's ever been in Missouri. Uh, there are rules in the fine print that would carve up communities, carve up neighborhoods in unfortunate ways. It objectively weakens the legal protections for communities of color. Um, it obviously guts the, the rules requiring fair maps. And then it has some new loopholes in how, uh, and how the language is written to allow gerrymandering unlike anything else that, that we've seen in the country in, in recent decades. There are three brand new things in Amendment 3 that are not just unlike what's happened in Missouri in the past, but are unlike any other state in the United States. One, the folks behind Amendment 3 have been very clear that they don't want to count everyone in our maps. Two, there's a formula in the fine print of Amendment 3 that would allow extreme partisan gerrymandering, um, more extreme than any other state legislative map in the United States. And then third, they want to make it so that even if a judge finds that maps aren't unconstitutional, that judge is prohibited from throwing out the whole map plan. Um, that's just wrong. None of these things should be in our Constitution, and that's why we are so confident that voters will reject it uh, here in the next few weeks. Every state in America counts everyone now in their district maps. In Missouri, it's 6.1 million of us, uh, 34 Senate districts. You cut that number by 34. Um, same thing for the House districts. And the sponsors, the, the folks behind Amendment 3, have been very clear that they want to draw maps based on the number of eligible voters in the state, not everyone. That may not sound like a big deal at first, but what that means is you're actually drawing maps without one and a half million Missourians, almost all of whom are kids who just don't happen to be eligible to vote yet. Um, so right now upstairs, I'm coming to you from uh, the campaign headquarters, um, my, my, my basement, there's some virtual learning going on upstairs. Uh, my 11-year-old son is going to come of age in the next round of redistricting maps. Um, what the sponsor, sponsors of Amendment 3 want to do is not even allow him to be counted in those maps, even though he would be voting in them. Um, that is just wrong on its face. Um, that means that our families and our communities aren't fully counted. Um, and there's a reason that no other state in the United States does things that way. It also happens to be discriminatory if you don't count everyone. Um, the sponsors, the folks behind this idea have known that. That has been something that is uh, that they've written about in, in now public memos. And the data in Missouri backs up um, the analysis that we've, come, that we've seen from other states just because communities of color are, on average, as a group, younger than their white counterparts. So if you don't count kids, if you don't count um, non-citizen immigrants, regardless of their status, that has a huge discriminatory impact on who counts and who matters in our legislature. 2% of Missouri's population right now are non-citizen immigrants. 23% of our population are kids. So if kids don't count, um, that would have just a huge impact on how our families, how our communities, how our neighborhoods are represented in a really, really bad way. Um, it also is going to impact how, um, how representation works in our state. And so one of the things that voters are going to see on the ballot when they look at the fiscal note is that individual local governments expect 
significant decreased revenues if Amendment 3 passes and is fully implemented because of this radical shift to who matters and how communities are represented in the House and Senate. Um, so, yeah, so in the fine print, there's a new formula that's not in the state constitution now where they, uh, the drafters of Amendment 3 have set really restrictive and arbitrary rules for population deviation between district counts. Um, and that combined with, combined with other rules about where lines can go and where they can't go would mean that the only way you could achieve those arbitrary statistical measurements would be to carve up neighborhoods, um, you know, whether by block by block or, or parts of towns. Um, so there's just no, there's no reason to add the, the population deviation formula that, that Amendment 3 contemplates into the Constitution. The, the courts, um, the case law, the, the good practice shows that sometimes a little bit of variation um, is good because it can help you achieve other goals. The Supreme Court has affirmed that recently um, in a you know overwhelming decision of you know, sometimes to achieve, to keep communities together, to achieve other fairness goals, a little deviation is fine. The very first bullet on every single uh, petition, the, every, the first bullet on every single one of the 1.5 million yes votes that Amendment, 3, or Amendment 1 got back in 2018 was about redistricting. Um, we ran a two-year campaign where we talked about the details. We talked about what was in the fine print. Um, and we and the Clean Missouri Amendment passed with an overwhelming bipartisan two-to-one majority. The fact is about Amendment 3, one, it only changes lobbyist gift limits by $5. It only changes campaign contribution limits by $100. Everybody knows that's not reform. That is a trick to get what is really this is all about, which is protecting incumbents in the safest districts possible. Two courts have now ruled that the politicians behind Amendment 3 broke the law with what they wanted to appear on the ballot. The way for all of us to send a message to the politicians who are trying to trick voters is for voters to vote resoundingly no on Amendment 3. Yes, I'm W.T. Edmondson, uh, Assistant Minister at Second Baptist Church and board member for Missouri Eight Voices. There is a reason why uh, voters decided that clean was the way to go and citizens voted clean Missouri was in fact something that they wanted to support we believe amendment three is a moral issue maintaining fair and competitive elections isn't about the best what is best for republicans or democrats but it is a what best for Missouri citizens amendment three would hurt our democratic process by taking representation away from the people and undoing what voters just did a couple of years ago when we passed a fair map reform legislation. Amendment three would hurt our communities. It is written to let the lobbyists and political operatives draw maps to protect incumbent legislators. If that happens, our politicians do not have to work for the people of Missouri. This isn't right. The people voice has to be heard. And the people voted for fair map joy in the state of Missouri. Politicians should not try to trick voters into voting for a plan designed to protect incumbent politicians in super safe districts. That is simply wrong. 
voters select politicians. Politicians don't select its voters. Uh, I'm Nimrod Chapel, president of the Missouri State Conference of the NAACP. I've been a member of uh, this community and a citizen of this state for years. Let me tell you, I'm proud to be a part of this initiative that has over 300 organizational members from across the state. We've joined together in opposition to Amendment 3 for very simple reasons. A long time ago, it was decided that one person should get one vote. That's been the law of the land, but Amendment 3 would change that. It would weaken political power for black and brown communities. Under Amendment 3, maps would be drawn so that the number of eligible voters in the state would not equal the total population of residents. Let me say that again. That would mean that more than 1.5 Missourians, almost all of them children under the age of 18, would simply not be represented in the legislature. Can you imagine our kids not having a voice where the laws are made? What kind of an impact would it have if we stopped considering those people, young people who belong in our families, whether they're our kids or our grandkids? That's our community that wouldn't be counted. And that's not right. This story involves only interviews against Amendment 3. I talked to the director of Clean Missouri and his colleagues on why they are campaigning against the ballot measure. For more information, go to Ballotpedia, B-A-L-L-O-T-P-E-D-I-A, for an accurate, nonpartisan look at the amendment. I do not endorse either Clean Missouri or Amendment 3. A Cole County judge struck down the original wording of Amendment 3 because she thought it was, quote, misleading, unfair, and insufficient, unquote. The judge chose new wording to better inform the public. Redistricting will occur after the 2020 census is completed. Amendment 3 would not include children and immigrants when redistricting maps. Over 1.5 million Missourians would be unaccounted for. Statistics show that 21% of whites, 28% of blacks, 54% of Latinx, and 54% of Asian Americans would be left out. Part 2 of Q features a one-on-one -on -one interview with Sean himself to clarify on his claims about Amendment 3. Okay, yeah, so in 2018, there was an initial petition campaign to... Um, make our state legislature more responsive, accountable to its people. So one of the things of that proposal was uh, changes to our redistricting system to add independence, checks and balances to the process, to add criteria and transparency to the Constitution rules for the first time so that voters could know they were getting a fair shake in their maps so they could see the data that was used for maps. Um, and then that 2018 measure passed by an almost two-to-one margin um, in 2018, it won in every single state Senate district with a big bipartisan majority. What is the difference between that amendment and now Amendment 3 that is on the ballot? Yeah, so Amendment 3 seeks to undo all of the nonpartisan reforms, all of the transparency reforms, take out the independence, and it seeks to make it, does, it, it seeks to create a redistricting system in Missouri that's unlike Missouri has ever seen. 
and is unlike anything else in the United States in a few great big ways. Uh, the fundamental goal of Amendment 3 is to let lobbyists and political operatives be able to draw maps to protect incumbent politicians in super state districts where voters can't hold them accountable. I just want to talk about uh, how Amendment 3 says that it will not count uh, children or non-citizens. What would that mean for the state? Yeah, so the goal of Amendment 3, the sponsor has talked about this, um, Attorney General Schmidt's office talked about this in the court case. They were asked, like, hey, what's the deal with this new language to take away the current rules that say you've got to count everyone in maps and to draw maps based on one person, one vote? Um, both the sponsor and um, the Attorney General's office were asked, like, what does this mean? And they said our goal is to draw maps on an eligible voter population of the state, not the total population. That sounds good for about two seconds until you realize what that means is that one and a half million Missourians, almost all of them kids, just wouldn't count and wouldn't be represented in the state capitol. Uh, that would have a profound impact on who is represented, on how families and communities are represented. Um, and uh, it's, just, it's just wrong on its face. No other state does that. Missouri has counted everyone in its maps since at least 1875. Um, and beyond just like, being fundamentally wrong, it would also be discriminatory in its impact because black and brown communities are relatively younger um, than uh, their white counterparts. So for a whole host of reasons, it's, a, it's an extremely bad idea. Why do you think this amendment went on the ballot when just two years ago uh, Amendment 1 was passed to make everything nonpartisan? Yeah, so we saw, like, like the day before Election Day in 2018, that there were some lobbyists and politicians talking about ways to overturn the will of Missouri voters, right? Like they knew that the Clean Missouri Amendment was going to pass, um, and they were already working on ways to, to try and undo it. Um, yes, there are politicians who are terrified of a world where they have to go and earn votes and where voters can hold them accountable. They want super state districts where their lobbyist friends can be drawn maps. Um, Ask them why they're afraid of fairness um, and competition, um, why they're afraid of a nonpartisan process where the data that's used for maps is 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 made public. Um, but what they have put together is not just a return to the old system. It's it's new and terrible map rigging rules, um, unlike Missouri has ever seen. Do you think there are enough votes on your side to reject this amendment? Yeah, yeah, we feel we'll feel really good about. It how things are coming together. Been struck down twice by the courts. Can you give me some more detail on that? Yeah, so when the General Assembly sent Amendment 3 to the ballot, they wrote what they hoped would appear on the ballot. Uh, so like the full text of the measure doesn't appear on the ballot. There's a, there's a short summary, 50-word summary. And what the politicians wrote about Amendment 3 was dishonest and misleading in a whole number of ways. And so both courts, two separate courts ruled that what the legislature tried to put on the ballot was deceptive, was dishonest, and was misleading in ways that broke the law. And so the language from the legislature rewritten by the courts. But beyond that, it is still important for voters to understand that the whole way that Amendment 3 was crafted is to trick voters. They want to trick voters with a $5 change to lobbyist gift limits and a $100 change to contribution limits for state Senate candidates, and then they hope that voters will just see that and not pay attention to what 
Amendment 3 is really about, which is letting lobby straw maps to protect politicians. Would you consider Amendment 3 a form of gerrymandering? Yeah. Uh, uh, Amendment 3 seeks to put gerrymandering into our state constitution. It would allow Missouri maps to be more gerrymandered than any other state in the country. It is truly a terrible proposal. How are you trying to get the word out there about to say no on Amendment 3? Because I know for myself personally, I had not really heard much about this amendment until last week. Yeah, so um, we have been working for a few years now. Like the, the whole coalition that came together to pass the Clean Missouri Amendment has continued working. Um, we, will, we are running a statewide campaign. You're going to be hearing a whole lot more about Amendment 3 as, um, as we're now in October. So, yeah, we're running the statewide campaign. You're going to see a lot of stuff. We started television advertising this week, um, and we are um, making phone calls, um, talking to folks online, on TV. Um. This story involves only interviews against Amendment 3. I talked to the director of Clean Missouri and his colleagues on why they are campaigning against the ballot measure. For more information, go to Ballotpedia, B-A-L-L-O-T, P-E-D-I-A, for an accurate, nonpartisan look at the amendment. I do not endorse either Clean Missouri or Amendment 3. Thanks for joining me today for my show on Amendment 3. For updates on the show, follow me at KDQ News on Instagram and Twitter. Next week, listen to hear a voting guide to cast your ballot in Missouri. As always, remember, question everything.